The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello. Welcome safe back. Tings. Safe things. <laughs> just really quietly saying that in the background. Sinister. Welcome back to TVI podcast. Carl Donnelly we here. We are TVI. Um, you're going to say your name? Julian Francis. <laughs> just Senior. Julian. Uh, welcome back to this I week's I saying my own name. Why? I don't know how to say it. Am just... I pronouncing it right? <laughs> <laughs> Julian, it's a mouthful, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, especially when somebody makes you. When I sort of somebody makes you suddenly question it. Yeah. So, yeah. So now you're like, is it? Am I saying it right? <laughs> um, you're saying it right. But anyway, we're, um, welcome back. This week's episode, we're joined by very funny comedian Josh Pugh. He's really, he's really, Josh is really funny on Twitter. He, and he's really funny. Yeah. Follow him. Look him up. Um, he's a good guy, man. In um, uh, he's in the is it. I forgot the name of the town he lives in. Outside of Coventry. Yeah, so it's near Coventry. We talk Coventry. about, he lives in a town that's got quite a funny um, sort of annual event. That's one of the ones you'll see on the news. Uh, that's like a funny drinking type sporting event. Uh, we talk about that in length. We'll, we'll post that little link underneath it maybe on our Patreon. Yeah. So people can see what See the quiet. madness. But, see the um, mad things. See the mad things. Um, quick two bits of admin. Number one, thanks to all our patrons who've signed up. Patreon.com forward slash we are TVI. We've simplified it. Some people couldn't find the old one. We um, are TVI. Then um, this week we shared quite a silly thing, which was a, a music track that we I Ain't nothing silly about that, mate. It's serious. <laughs> Earnest. Of some choice quotes from You've got to get the messages out, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's fun and learning. It is learning. It's got you know. You got a. Every to day's a school day, mate. <laughs> um, but have a listen if you haven't listened yet. It's good fun. It's a bit of a banger. We're going to put the banging video on Patreon for a little while, aren't we? We also have an idea. Yeah, I think we mentioned it. At General the end of release. This. Uh, we we, we talked well, basically. If um, if you want to send us a little video on any social media platform of you mouthing along to some of Julian's filthy talk. Then we'll knock it into a little video and we'll put it's it out. It's taken totally in context. Yeah, there's no out of context stuff here. This Julian meant every word he said. But yeah, send if you want to, that'd be fun. Send us footage of you mouthing along, and I'll I'll maybe splice together a little listeners video, and um, 
but yeah, patrons got a, they've got a five day um, preview of that before we put it out live. So if you want to sign up, we're going to be doing things like that in the future. You get extra episodes already, little catch ups that we do only for Patreon. But if not, don't worry. We're early bird, the normal podcast. Called early bird is the phrase, is it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Early bird catches the worm, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, mate. In case you didn't know the full phrase, that's where it came. It comes from that. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. Yeah, I, I read it. That. In one of my history books. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, it's a very fun episode. Kick back, enjoy Relax. it. Relax. Share it with your friends if you think they'll like it. Share it and um, rate it on iTunes. I did say that in one of the episodes so I won't bang on up that but that wasn't this one so I should shut up but um, um yeah, yeah share we, it, we, never, we never ask iTunes. people we never ask people I, to rate it anywhere I went on iTunes for the first time two days ago and we got some very nice reviews <laughs> yeah, we, I never um, and that, some good ratings but keep keep them coming because it's nice and it's more listeners and when you recommend it if you want to don't just call it TVI now so the vegan word doesn't put those murderers off you know what yeah, I mean <laughs> Put those fucking animals off <laughs> out there killing people left, right, and centre. You know, we're gonna we want to basically try and lure them in and uh, and then trick them and convert them into no, Kabbalah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Kick back, enjoy. Josh Pugh. Well, <laughs> There we go, we're back. Hold I feel on. like I'm an MC now since that tune got released. We haven't released it on there. It's not been released yet. Oh, it's it not an LP released. yet. It will have been released by the time people listen to this episode. So, so me being it. in that car and it going to number one, I'll, I might drop that afterwards, innit? Yeah, probably. Basically, jo- welcome Josh Pugh, guest for this week. Hello. Uh, big news is basically after we did an episode with Jake Lambert, uh, the last episode... During Big it, announcement. We had quite a funny little chat where we were basically talking about how we might do a sort of a podcast where me and Julian make sex noises for people to listen to, yeah. and uh, and Julian said some sex sexual language, which I then took <laughs> I, I, I took out of the podcast. I made sort of sort of I took some choice cuts and I turned it into a, a, quite a banging house track. Sampled. Um, yeah, I sampled it. Uh, I, re- I made a house track called Gob in My Face by by DJ Bubbles and Slimy J. And it's going to be, yeah. <laughs> we're going to put it out to the world this week. So basically, oh my God. Listen out for that. It's going to be, a, we think it's available on our pa- Patreon right now, yeah, as everything Patreon. is like a week before. But it's, um, it will be, by the time people are listening to this episode, I reckon it will be, it will be available for public consumption. Yeah, sometimes I think being able to publish stuff on the internet isn't always a good thing. You know, no, I, think, <laughs> I think we're about to prove uh, that, you know, something should stay on Patreon and not yeah. be released to the rest of the world. Yeah. Something should be cancelled. But for the, for the record, it is an absolute banger, I've got to say. <laughs> it's, it's a tune, mate. You might want to get some sand in. Yeah, if, you, if anyone listening is going to listen to it, you know, drop you a pill about half pets. an hour before. <laughs> and also prepare to listen to fucking Julian saying have someone there to things. blow some ket up your ass when the beat drops because <laughs> it, it's heavy 
anyway maybe that's going to be our basically we're just, our new thing might be you no know, you only see podcasts we've got like an out of context twitter handle where it's yeah. just funny little quips they've said that don't make any sense out of context i might well, i think i'm going to release a out of context uh house techno album so uh, <laughs> I, I thought about i thought about doing a, a twitter you know like a full context yeah, so every- I, I provide li- <laughs> links to articles, everything <laughs> for every joke you've ever made. <laughs> yeah. PowerPoint. This is it in full context. There we go. Where you were when it was written. Yeah. Yeah. The sort of state of mind you were in <laughs> that allowed for that joke to come. People can just do all the background reading and <laughs> then enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? That's it. Um, anyway, um, welcome to the podcast. Uh, you, where are you? Where are you currently based? I live in a town called Atherston, if we- you've ever heard of that. It's, it's like maybe 15 minutes from Coventry. Yes. So literally bang in the middle of the country. We're famous for, we have like a, a Shrove Tuesday ball game. It's what oh, the yeah. town is famous for. Oh. Where basically the, the throw we use the word famous very loosely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, the old Shrove Tuesday board game was invented there? <laughs> No, ball game. Be ball game. Oh, ball yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, come on, man. Uh, <laughs> you know it. Yeah, right. you know it now, mate. Come on. Oh. Um, and uh, basically, they throw a ball out of a window on the high street at three o'clock, and everybody fights for it, and whoever's holding it at five o'clock wins. Okay. Two hours fighting over a ball. You'll get the iPad <laughs> 2 there, and that will sort of take over. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, um, oh, we were talking about iPad 1, sorry, just before we... Um, before we hit record. Yeah. But right. I think... I think that one needs some context, I think. <laughs> Full <laughs> context, Julian. Yeah. Twitter, then you'll find Josh is on an iPad one. Um, but my mate Tommy, one of my old, oldest mates, um, like I've known him since school days. He's 93. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's currently shielding from coffee. <laughs> but he, uh, he is, he's a big, like he's into beer, you know, like one of them sort of proper beer, camera beer, not like, yeah, not craft beer, modern beer types. Uh, this like he's proper he, and he goes to beer festivals and like around the country and he's well into all them sort of going to a town that's got a traditional sport and partaking like he went to, yeah he went to that one where he, people have to run around with a with a barrel of hot tar on their back <laughs> like, he just yeah, goes okay. to these weird villages and like he's yeah. Yeah. shopping isn't it things, huh? <laughs> that's called a the christmas shop <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so well, like the one he, where they roll cheese down a hill and stuff. Yeah, yeah there's stuff like that. Then there's a, a bed race, I think, in Yorkshire where people <laughs> run with a bed through the streets. <laughs> I thought it was going to be uh, like the my ex used to do beds, that. which I think Julian won that during <laughs> lockdown one. I might have just witnessed a, a burglary when I was there. I don't know if it's a traditional thing. <laughs> people running around with TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's looting. Yeah. Um, but so yes, it's, so that's basically that's good in terms of giving us a, a feel for the for the town. Yeah, it's um, what's how violent does it get? The two hour. Oh, it's it's terrible. It's two hours, but I think people would do longer. I think they would, would go longer. It's like the it's like the purge, and people kind of settle scores. And I've realised if there ever was a purge situation, I'd probably just go somewhere else. Just go yeah. to like a just go to a cafe in another town. Yeah, while it's exactly. going on. What's um like? Who is have you? Do you have you ever been part of it? When I was like younger, when I was like 
between when I just left school and you yeah. think you're the dog's bollocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to, yeah, I used to go in. And I remember one year being convinced I was going to win this year. This is my year this year. Yeah. And bef- before it even started, a guy stood off a curb and trod on my toe. Oh, and I had God. to I had to go back. To home retire. To, yeah, home before it even been flown out. But yeah, no, I wouldn't go in it now. It's, I presume it's, it's quite a drunken affair as well. Yeah, people are... Uh, People will go in the. If you're serious about winning, you don't go in at three o'clock because you you burn out. You get your drink uh, until yeah, about twenty two, and then you come out and try and getting ready. You're ready to sort of almost. <laughs> you're almost bulletproof when you're that pissed as well. Yeah, you're that's it. Yeah. And what has anyone ever repeat won it? Has there ever been somebody who's? Yeah, there's a few people that have won it. Um, I think the record's like six in a row. Oh my like, god! Who is this like the, monster? The Michael <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> I want to see a documentary about that guy. Oh mate, the <laughs> um, documentary on Netflix. Yeah, I remember I, I caught the ball once, which just doesn't really happen, but it just kind of landed to me when I was yeah. like, I was, I was a spectator. Uh, a guy came running over, kicked trying it to over the fence. <laughs> yeah, just popped it. <laughs> said, That's ga- game over. Blew it, it in the mud. You like to have a look at yeah. yourselves in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. You ain't getting this back, all right? <laughs> this guy tried to like headbutt me. I was like, mate, just just have it. I'm not even playing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in this. You know, have it, you know. Once you're in it, man, that red, he's in the red mist, and he's sort of. Yeah, I was an easy target. I think. <laughs> I think I was wearing chinos. I think you know I wasn't oh. serious. Yeah, do people like wear not armor, but do people get sort of padded up for it? I think it's like work boots, jeans, and then like a a rugby top or topless. There's plenty of topless people. Oh, really? That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I'd say that's probably your optimum. Like oil, I'd say oil oil yourself up. Yeah, naked as well. Yeah, I mean, fully naked. I'd say is the optimum. But then you are going to get your feet stood on by work boots. <laughs> get an absolute rock on. Yeah, <laughs> running around the owner. <laughs> um, but anyway, what did you do before stand up, Josh? Did, I, when, uh, you were, when you were, didn't you play football? Yeah, I play football now. I play for um, my eyes are fucked. I don't know if you could tell. I'm not looking at any cameras on this. Uh, I didn't want to mention it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I play. Just um, put a screenshot on Twitter. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so what? Just, what, just one of your sense, eyes. When you say your eyes are fucked, that's obviously really so. Context for this. So uh, I've, I've got a condition. It started when I was a kid, and it just got worse. I'm, I'm registered. I'm, I think I'm registered blind now. Actually, legally. Oh wow. Um, but I can say, I, mean, I can see most things is to me do you know what I mean I don't really know any different um and what's um so what's your is it like a sort of not to get into graphic but is it a deteriorating thing or is it just something that means you've got impaired vision yeah so it does deteriorate but my central vision has deteriorated basically what's going to deteriorate has gone do you know what I mean right. so it's not it's yeah. not going to get any worse than this it's um, out. yeah yeah so it's like my, my central vision so like reading and stuff is Difficult. I'm not. I'm not a reader anyway. So, but it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's already, a better excuse. Yeah, it's a ready made excuse. Yeah, yeah. Um, I might have so, that then. <laughs> what? Um, so what, about, what glasses can't help or anything like that? I, I, I haven't tried that, savings. Julian, in, in, my, in my 31 years. All <laughs> oh, right. Might have crossed his mind. <laughs> yeah. No, um, they the, the don't. Basically, the problems at the back of my eye. So, like, if you wear like you got glasses on there, Carl. So, like, you. It's your, your lens, essentially, yeah, 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 the problem yeah. with your lens. But mine is, like, further back, so there's nothing looking. They do, like, injections and stuff, Ooh. which I don't fancy, and I don't think 
they're particularly successful. I don't know so how heroin be... would help. But... My, fa- my father-in-law, <laughs> my father-in-law's got a, a degenerative eye disease. No, you know, okay. he's, and he's he's older now. Yeah, but it's um, sadly it is a deteriorating thing. But he goes for I think it's I don't know if it's monthly or quarterly. Uh, injections in his eyes. They put, the, yeah. they put the needle through his eyeball. So he will have and a macula. It, that to me is like fucking that. I, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm not squeamish at all. I can handle injections. Dentists yeah. don't bother me. Nothing like physical really bothers me if it's being done to me. But the thought right. of having, even though I've I, had laser eye surgery, the thought of having a needle in my eye and being able to feel it makes me feel horrible. I, I could not do any medical procedures. If I get anything, I'll just we'll let it just, just die. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just I'm not having that. a paracetamol. <laughs> That's like um, Julian. You're a bit like that. When we talked, we talked about STI checks. Well, STI checks. Yeah, and they talking can, about the old days when you had to they, put the thing they down. They could all shut end, down. And you just like said you'd a... rather die of AIDS. Yeah. So then getting you... a swab down the end of oh, my um, penis. Did you ever have that, Josh? I've never had it. No, I've just um, been careful. I wouldn't mind putting my penis in something. That'd be all right. How about a check? They didn't, they didn't <laughs> do that to me. while you're there. See if you can get some arrangement. <laughs> Bit of give and take. Come on. Yeah, Bit of yin on. and yang. <laughs> Uh, but yeah it's 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 weird that i think the eyes definitely are a different you know everyone's got a squeamish thing some people can't handle getting blood taken you know because they can see it in the vein whatever yeah i can't do that i can't do blood. i don't mind a bit of blood i don't mind my blood taken although i do kind of it it does you know i do get a little bit anxious Mm, yeah i don't understand that heroin addicts have just all right with needles i mean they're brave man they are. Do you know what? It doesn't They're the real heroes. They <laughs> no, but it's, oh. that's a risk reward thing, isn't it? Like, well, it's good I enough mean, the to outweigh the fact that you're a bit scared of needles. Heaven. Yeah, yeah. But the reward for us should be not dying. You know, yeah. going for medical treatment. That that should yeah. be rewarding itself. I mean, so, can you drive? Can you drive, Josh? I can't drive now. Not anymore. I can't. Um, I mean, I, I would. But that, it, that's the hardest bit is not being able to drive anymore. But yeah. it's also completely unrealistic for me to drive. Do you know what I mean? I would, I would kill someone, man, like instantly. That's, yeah. Before Julian, I even got Julian in the car. Does, Julian's a, just a bad driver. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I, I do that. He should be allowed that? on the roads. Yeah. But just, you know, a lack of awareness. Yeah, but eyes is a thing. I think it's because I don't know if because your eyeball is different. Do you mean it's a different organ to anything else? Isn't it? Just, you know what I mean? it feels so much more. I think I think in parts of your body, I think your eyes and your bollocks just feel so uh, fragile, Beautiful. don't they? Yeah, they just feel like they're made of softer stuff than the rest of your body. They're the yeah. windows to the soul, aren't they? And the eyes are, and the eyes are as well. Yeah, my balls are the windows to my soul. I'd actually, say out of anyone I know, that would be most correct for you. <laughs> you degenerative bollocks. Well, Julian's deep... got a degenerative eye disease that makes him only watch Pornhub twenty-four hours a day. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's uh, so what age were you when it started? Uh, well, when I was a kid, really, it started, but it got a lot worse when I was like early 20s, right? So it's quite a hard age for it to happen as well. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, I was thinking, of, you know, at least, I mean, I'd say teens would have been 
brutal just being at school right but at 20s you just that's when you're coming into your, your, your yeah prime i suppose at school man i couldn't really like um got to the point where i couldn't see the board anymore or any textbooks so i was just yeah. just fucking about rather than yeah, asking yeah, yeah. For, really what you should do is ask for help or whatever but i was just but you ain't a pussy you know <laughs> yeah, exactly mate <laughs> If and I want to read, pussy I'll read out. <laughs> you, I help you, mate. Don't worry about me. <laughs> so, but, I mean, but, but before, um, I just had a, like a, an office job before this, and then I've uh, actually gone back to work during lockdown. I've done a done a few things during. I went to like um, like a Royal Mail depot right at the start. Yeah. We had to like sort letters, but I couldn't read any of the. I couldn't read any of the postcodes. <laughs> so funny, this is you got the wrong letter during that period. Of someone's time. getting their um, universal credit <laughs> checks around your area. The, the manager was like, "You're really fast, Josh. You're a lot faster than everyone else." So I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I don't know anything." Yeah. Pigeonhole yeah. the letter goes in. I'm hitting. A, I'm hitting a lot of targets. I mean, to be fair, that's hard. I was a postman for two weeks. And uh, two weeks, <laughs> yeah. and I uh, like the sorting in the mail, man. Like coming home late from a gig and being in the sorting officer. I mean, it was the most depressing place I've ever stood in. Yeah, man. And I've been to jail, mate. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it was like I just—I was getting it all wrong. I was just so tired. Yeah, yeah. I was, um, was working next to one guy. Like the managers there that spoke to this guy like shit. He was like—I don't know where he was from. I think he was Indian, and. Uh, that speaks to like he's a real piece of shit. It turned out this guy was like a surgeon in his oh country. Oh god! It's like, I'm that's just, always yeah. the worst. That's one. You know, yeah. that always when it, whenever you hear fucking arseholes like talking about oh yeah, all these bloody immigrants coming over here and taking our jobs. It's like yeah. they forget that like people people are generally who flee countries like Syria and stuff come yeah. in. And then they end up doing shitty jobs. Yeah, that, and that, that you know, in their in their country, they were so advanced and like they were prime you know, minister. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, they, and they've had to flee. They're <laughs> making war. your bed. And suddenly, we're, somebody's having a go at them for stealing our jobs, and they're like, "I should be fucking, I should be yeah. employing you, you knob." Agreed. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, that must be a hard, you know. That's I I kept. We discussed a lot during the first lockdown about getting jobs. You know, we were like, it's financially i was looking at a point where i was like you know i reckon i could i can ride this out for a while you know just because yeah. for the first time in my life i had a little bit of savings and just just when i was getting on top of it <laughs> everything goes wrong yeah but um but yeah i start. i did i kept looking at jobs and then the 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 luxury of being a comedian just ruins your view of work because like oh, mate. you know imagine going to do a gig and getting paid you know, even a even a gig that doesn't pay that well, when you do it in minutes and hours, four grand's yeah. four grand, isn't it? You know what I mean? <laughs> Great, man. So like, it's just yeah, it's hard, isn't it? It's that hard thing to. I did um, I did a gig the other day, so I've got this other job now, like a, a day thing, and I did that all day, and then I went to do a, a gig at night and got more money for the gig, yeah. and it's like, but I'm, I'm um day one, mate. I was looking as soon as I got locked down. I was like. I catastrophize apparently. I'm like, right. this is. I'm like, this is wiping out everything. This is humans. Done. A, yeah, that, I mean, that's. But it's not a bad. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I'm too much of an optimist. I always think I was. I was convinced it was going to last about three weeks. Yeah. You know, like, I was. <laughs> I look back now to how naive I was. I was in like, I flew to Australia just when it was all kicking off, 
Like, and I, and I was being told like other comics weren't flying out because they were like Melbourne's going to get cancelled. Everything's getting cancelled. Yeah. And I was like, shut up! They're going to cancel the Melbourne Comedy Festival. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bit of bit of flu kicking about. And then yeah. next round, I land in Australia, and thirty six hours later, whatever, they cancel everything, and I'm just I'm like, all right. I've got to work and more. could you get back then? Could you get back straight? Yeah, away, me and yeah. my wife, we got. St- Stuck for a couple of weeks, and then we um they they we find they finally got us on a plane. But I mean, yeah, the whole time I was so I was so annoyingly optimistic that it's yeah. You need that though. Yeah, but also it's naive because you know definitely I sh- I reckon now I don't I'm, I now I'm a bit beaten down by yeah. it. we're not coming out of lockdown in December. Yeah, I, I was drafting a will. Mid March. <laughs> um, Have you got kids, Josh? No, mate, no kids. I've got a, Who a is the will going to be to? Um, this Patreon, actually. The comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new thing we're doing. The special yeah. tier. The comedy doing. collective. Yes, will. <laughs> the um, live comedy association. I always think about. I've not got a will. I've got um. I've got life insurance. But, yeah, I took that out recently. You have to promise to not kill yourself in the next 12 months. Yeah, I know. Oh, I, can't, I couldn't alter that. Lucky you said that. I've had that. it for a few years. And it's, I mean, that, that's just a good thing. To and also it does, your, your premiums tend to stay the same, you know, obviously if you're not unwell or anything, but your, yeah. the amount that pays out goes up each year. It's like a sort of, it rewards you like, for like, oh, if you die next year, you'll get, your family get more money. So hold out. Yeah, man. It's yeah, but I've not got. I've I've got got life insurance, but um, I've not got a will. Who's is your life insurance? I presume go to your. your Um, it actually goes to. I was with um somebody at the time. It goes to them. I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Goes to them and their new partner. (laughs) They just check the bank statement one day. Yeah, I I forgot about that. Um, (laughs) I better not die, mate. How early into the relationship did you make you take that out, Julian? Like, Just about a week. Dogs. That's normal, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> she, she, she asked me when we were on Hinge chatting. <laughs> What's the... Um, you're, you're legally allowed to leave it to anyone, aren't you? You could just leave it to... Yeah, you could leave definitely. it to an old schoolmate that you've not spoken to in 20 years, just for just a Just randomly. Yeah. You can leave it to charity. You can leave it to Julian Dean, just saying. But, like, you can leave it to anyone, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, people leave it to yeah, people leave it to pets or you know, people do it spitefully. Will leave it to somebody else, won't they? They'll you know rather than give it to their kids uh, or their partner. I, the Irish, my family's Irish, and I the, I've grown up with a lot. I've I've never known a, a group of people like the Irish where there's more wills that get contested because Irish people are you known sort of instinctively spiteful and Irish, old Irish parents will just actively like they'll have four kids and they'll leave everything to one kid who was the one that they thought deserved it the most yeah like they, and they, they don't think of like the what the fallout of that will be for the four siblings that's you know, bad I, isn't it I remember yeah. I used to work with a guy who lived in Tootin and his like he was sort of you know in his 50s he was single um, he was, I mean, he was definitely gay, but he'd, he'd not, you know, he'd never come out or sort of. Didn't know you knew my future self. <laughs> he was basically from, he was from like rural Ireland. And, uh, you know, and I think he was just somebody who just wanted to keep things under wraps. So he just sort of lived like a bit of a monk. But he, um, he, That's not me. all his siblings like lived in Ireland. His mum lived in Ireland. He moved to London 
started working, he'd send back a bit of money for his mum every, you know, every month. And but he'd hardly ever visit. He said he didn't have a great relationship with him. His siblings stayed in Ireland, looked after her while she was dying and everything. She dies, leaves everything to him. She was like, "Well, he was the one who went out and made his own way. He didn't so didn't hang around." Their time was wasted then. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and it caused an absolute ruckus. They contested the will, took him to court, and everything. Fucking oh, brutal. Man. I think it's it's actually harder to be left a small amount, as silly as it sounds, because it's very obvious what you've used that money for. Do you know what I mean? Like my uh, so look, my grandma left me like Get some new kicks on nice <laughs> yeah. white white. <laughs> I see what you mean. Funeral. My, my grandma left me like five hundred quid, and I've bought a fridge freezer with it. That's where she, she, she resides. She, she lives on. But that's quite nice. At least that's something that's helping you day to day with your existence. You know what I mean? It's not like you spend it on a fucking electric scooter or something yeah. <laughs> it's right around good though they are pretty good actually i mean but, fridges I mean, fridges are pretty important aren't they yeah i mean you're gonna yeah, get my, my dad left about ago. six grand and um and it just that was his funeral it's like it just costs a lot doesn't it yeah <laughs> I was I was like, just, i'm gonna have a good weekend um I just want to be left somewhere when I go. Just put me somewhere and I, the council will deal with me eventually. I think there is something to be said for that. Like, Recycle I don't bin. really understand. <laughs> I, you know, often people say no, but, you know, people want the funeral for the for those that are left behind to have a have a thing to agree. But, you know, ultimately that just creates more. Everyone's crying together and all that. I think... It should be up to the person dying. If you don't on want a funeral... Zoom, I think it should be done on Zoom. <laughs> just put a corpse on one camera. Save the travel money. <laughs> and everyone just gets to say stuff to it. No, but I just think you should, you should be allowed to just go, look, when I die, just incinerate me at the hospital. That gets rid of any hassle of organising a funeral. Let everyone just grieve and get on with it. Have they got incinerators at hospitals? <laughs> they must do. What do you think <laughs> they do with all the like medical waste? They take it somewhere. Yeah, what happens? Well, where does it? What happens there? In medical waste must be incinerated, surely. Don't know what is what's medical waste like hands and Blood. stuff. Blood. <laughs> yeah, just loads of just medical. Oh, shit that's got... Let's tip it down the sink, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I'm gonna stick my neck out here and say that hospitals have incinerators to the point where I'm actually gonna uh, Google this. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Do hospitals have incinerators? It's a question that has been asked before. Um, hospital waste incinerators. Here we go. How do oh, for, needle, for needles and stuff? Yeah, maybe. all that stuff. Um, all that nasty shit. All that good shit. <laughs> uh, right. Here we go. I mean, it's really hard to find the answer to this. I just can't. When you're, when you're incorrect. No. I reckon there is. There's got to be. And it's got, stuff has to be burnt, surely. I've seen it in it, films. But I think it's... Oh, it must see, be true, then. You'd see... It, when you're at the it's hospital, King you'd see... Kong in a film. You'd see smoke and stuff, surely, when you're at the hospital, you'd see... I think, you know, how many the, times have you gone to hospital and thought, I'm just going to check on their chimney situation? <laughs> <laughs> then to be a bit busy. I don't know. I reckon... I mean, I I'd reckon. imagine they do have a kind of way of dispose... I mean... They definitely have a way of disposing <laughs> of things. They just fucking chuck them out back. Just <laughs> oh, that bins. <laughs> just lock the door when everyone's dead on that ward. Just shut the door. Lock the door. Just go and work in a different ward. Um, what? I mean, yeah. What's your preference for disposing of your body? Like, are you going to be 
cremated or would you like to be buried? Me? Yeah. Me? Um, oh, the burial. You like a burial? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I like the, the bleakness of it. It's a bit of a gangster thing as well, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you haven't seen any gangsters getting uh, cremated. It's true. It's graveside, isn't it? Grieving widows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah People throwing yeah. a bit of handful yeah. of dust and dirt on yeah. the Yeah, police escort. I'm not into a. I'm not into a graveyard. Like I like graveyards as places to walk around, but I'm not. The into problem is, all the graveyards are all getting taken up, aren't they? Like they're full up everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Which will I don't have, I've got no preference. I'm not really bothered about dying, but I'm bothered about aging. That's my uh, obsession. I'm obsessed with really getting older and what I've age watched, are you now? I'm 31. So I watch a lot of uh, videos on YouTube, like a, a band when they're like 18, 19, and yeah. then they play the festivals when they're like in the 40s. And it just makes me a bit sad. I think, oh, but it, maybe it should make me happy that they're still doing the, the thing they love. Yeah. I, know you, I know what you mean, though, yeah. But yeah, like I, know, they, I mean, I would say that, yeah, yeah that's something that I think Julian, out, out of all, all the people I know, Julian and Benny Boots would be another person I know who, out of my mates, have... Definitely are not fans of the aging process. No. To, to the point where it can ruin the, the present if you're not careful. That's it what definitely. I mean. That's why I don't, I've never, it doesn't even bother me at all. I'm a big, I, I quite like it. Yeah. I think my, my dad looks all right. He's like, you forget your dad's age. Is it, phys is it physical? Is that the main thing you're talking about? Yeah. It's, it's like physically not being able to do what you can do when you're younger and stuff. Do That's you know why it's important to keep fit and do like, Try like just keep fit, isn't it? Yeah. You play football and that. I mean, you yeah. know, anyway, but but then also, I think when you exercise, you can literally measure your physical decline. I know there is that, there is that. You can literally, I used to be able to do this, this at this age, but people and now exercise can... and lift heavy weights still up until they're like 60s and things. Like, you can, yeah. if you eat right as well, nutrition's a big part, isn't it? Yeah, but obviously, a 60 year old at their peak, even, is not going to be as good as a 25 year old at their peak are they I'm, I'm getting testosterone when i'm 60 anyway just going to inject it four <laughs> times a day into my asshole <laughs> they'll be like no this is meant for the arm <laughs> like, i don't give a shit yeah. you shut your mouth and stick it up my yeah. arms <laughs> you can get this out of tablet julian yeah. <laughs> this is eye wash oh god have you ever had a suppository no I've but i'd I'd be delighted to. Never. It's, it's, but, I, I, I have, I, but I'd rather that than an injection. I'd rather that than intravenous. What I was surprised by. Flu jab straight up there. But when I had, um, when I had, I was in hospital when I was in my early 20s briefly and uh, I had to have suppositories. What I was really caught off guard by the first time they gave me one. Pleasurable. Just, just no, it was just how far up there they put it. Like it's not. They don't put it in a little bit and let it work its way what in. What size dildo was it? <laughs> no, it was like they put it a full finger's length right up. Like that. And then the you felt his hand, both his hands yeah. and your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, you, they've put, they've got, they've got to get it as far up as they can. So it's a full finger's length up. They and um, they do it very quick though. It's quite sort of like, get in there and out. Oh, slow down, and it's, and it's just yeah, one. Exactly. I was like, mate, just slow down, my time, G. chief. <laughs> Buy me a meal, chief. <laughs> and it's just, it's just one though, Carl. It's not a repeated kind of kissed man's neck. Well, yeah, no, he, he had repeated goes just to make sure it was really up there. No, it was a one. It's one and done. They just sort of, they basically line it up, get it just, just, just slightly in. 
and then put their finger there and just go whoop like that. I have Ooh. had a surprise oh, actually. Yeah, I have had one. It's fine. And what, and what's the benefit of that? It just gets into your bloodstream quicker. Well, the, I... the pleasure distracts you from whatever's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I wasn't allowed. An was orgasm nil. just takes your mind off of things. <laughs> <laughs> I was nil by mouth for four days. I couldn't have any food or liquids for four days. So like doctor's name, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> nil by ass. <laughs> nil by <laughs> mouth, Trevor by ass. <laughs> Get his party started, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, so basically I had to have suppositories. I wasn't allowed to take painkillers orally. Is that a moral thing, Cole? Is that is that religious? Yeah. What was it? <laughs> it was, um, it was just they said, do you, want to, do "You want to take these paracetamol or what?" I was like, "Mate, come on, we know what's about to happen." Patient, you're immediately on all fours as soon as a doctor comes in. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was it was not my choice. Except dicks. But I've got to say, the first one they did, um, I was pretty. I was quite nervous. Like, when they said they've got to give you a suppository, I was a bit nervous. Was it a man or a woman that did it? It and was I know a man. It was a, lovely, it was a lovely, thai, a gay Thai nurse. Oh, it was a, a lovely chap. And so, obviously, he would have known what he was doing. <laughs> so, was, um, but no, he was, man did it with his eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> he was great. Bouncy European trance. I will say he was also quite short. He's probably about five foot three, five foot four. So he, oh, and he didn't have big old sort of claws on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He made nice it a very ple pleasure, pleasant experience. And if then, I had, um, you know, like the prostate to... check we should be having done. Um, yeah, the medical one, not the. <laughs> oh yeah. Of an evening. <laughs> but um, I'd prefer a woman to do it than a man. But that, is that weird? Well, I mean, it's um, it's not your decision. <laughs> it's more that NHS's decision. Well, some people request that, though, don't they? Some Anyone who goes into it and goes, no, I want a woman to do it, shouldn't be allowed to make that decision. That's yeah. what I mean. That's what sometimes, I, mean. I think the, the chaperones are for the staff sometimes. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. We've got a fucking geezer out there. Please escort. <laughs> yeah, I think you're not... A, you shouldn't A security be, guard. You know, it should, you, you can't pick a pick you definitely can't just choose the opposite sex that's creepy as fuck i think i think you you might be able to i think if you specified anything red flags would be do you know what i mean it's I, a red I agree flag. yeah i think they press a bell and they're like right we've got one of these guys yeah and you're on you're on the list mate for life <laughs> when that bell goes if you're a member of staff when that bell goes you want to be on lunch you want to yeah, make definitely. sure you're, you're furthest away from the <laughs> <laughs> It's brutal, isn't it? I, I mean, I always wonder about people who... Because obviously people choose to specialise in these areas. It's like gynaecologists. I know yeah, it's like... I don't trust... Any bloke who picks gynaecology... That you, I, you've got to be... Something that you've got... A part of you guys, you're a fucking creep. Mate. Yeah. I, I see somebody... Um, it's like a guy on Twitter. He's uh, is a, is a comedian, actually. Very pro-breastfeeding. Like too, like too pro breastfeeding. Like, like chill out, like, bruv. But I yeah, mean, like, in what 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 capacity is it? Like, just 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 unprovoked. He's like, you've got they should be they should be able to do every this. Every day, day. breast. Never had a kid in yeah. there. They should be able to do that outside my house. Please do it now. Please <laughs> do it. But you know, it's like okay, even like, non mums. Just... just kick your breast out and have some toast. <laughs> Um, it is because I, I since having a baby, uh, I've become a bit of a 
sort of evangelist for breastfeeding. Like you just become so used to it, and you do think it should be done anywhere. And I don't. I, I've become, but I'm not tweeting about it. I'm not a fucking weirdo. <laughs> well, that's that was his issue. Is it in public? It's going to be. It's not got to be. It, so you should be allowed to do it in public. It should be this is just free. This is not a this is not a response to any article or any anyone saying you can't do it. No one asked, mate. (laughs) (laughs) He's got this really angry, passionate argument that no one asked. (laughs) (laughs) No one's opposing it. It is definitely it's a it's a generational thing. I don't think I've no I've not seen anyone under forty ever have an issue with people breastfeeding in public it's always yeah. that generation of like the people, the people <laughs> the people that sort of were of a generation where it was all a bit more everything was kept behind closed doors essentially yeah but i don't think it's as big a i don't think it's an issue i genuinely don't i've not no one said anything to my wife at all when she's whapping them out in public and then she had the baby what about then <laughs> it's a bit more acceptable <laughs> But yeah, I just don't think. I think it's. A, I think it's a real non-issue. You always get some knob who ends up on YouTube where somebody's filmed him, going, "That should be done it. Should be done it home. We're getting out." It's a seventy-five-year-old bloke who's fucking just a knob. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, it's one of them things. Like, you know, when people it's only always a open. boob. You know what I mean? Exactly. Obviously, the opposite it's is sweet, you can't be a creep and just love it to the point of like. To somebody's in a cafe, cafe <laughs> applauding and going, I love it, mate. Keep it up. <laughs> I went to a breastfeeding lesson, obviously, when um, I had a baby. A couple and of weeks guy, ago. And the, <laughs> this morning. Just and the guy, um, I, went, I, went, I went to a Zoom one and just had my video <laughs> off. <laughs> Accidentally left my mic on and got banned. But I went to one and it was a guy taking the lesson. Don't you think that's odd? That no, I do think mm-hmm. that's odd. That's and he was a... saying that he gets the baby to practice on his boob. I mean, that's that insane. Needs to, he needs to sort his shit out, mate. He's not going. I don't. I'm not taking any advice off that guy. <laughs> I did think it was odd. Um, but because we did, um, yeah, we did NCT classes, and that's where you have. We had a breastfeeding expert do a talk, and she was a lovely lady, and she's so pro. You know, somebody like she was so like your baby should not have anything except your breast for the first six months exclusively and then preferably for a year. And like, she's really... I mean, in an ideal world, but some women find it difficult, don't they? Definitely, yeah. yeah. I mean, I get, but I get her point. She, this, I mean, this chunk the of the podcast is, is mental. Three blokes going, actually, hang on a sec. Let's get this breastfeeding yeah. thing sorted, right? Um, but she's... This, her argument was people the like companies that sell formula and that the big companies they make it out to be much more difficult than it actually is and most women like it's something like it's less than like one percent of women physically can't breastfeed and they say but it's made out to be a much more difficult process because yeah one people to not yeah so what they most women with a little bit of if they went to a lactation consultant would would probably be able to work it out. So that's what yeah. she says. I'm, I'm quoting. I'm not saying this isn't a bloke guy. Birds fucking feed your babies. Come on, look. yeah. I think the first like... time mums is more difficult. I think sometimes. Well, yeah, of course, because but they can get they can get the hang of it. Yeah. If they give me a ring, I'll, I'll like help. <laughs> but anything like that, you know, it's just. Where it's like a bloke just in a position where you just sit. Like, remember when? Remember Gareth Malone, the uh, choir guy. Yeah. And he did that military wives thing. I always felt a bit uncomfortable. Like all these 
women's husbands are at war and you're going to their house to teach them singing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, feels, yeah, a bit, yeah. Feels, feels a bit weird. Yeah. It is I know, there's always an agenda, isn't there? There's always, like, your fucking suspicion goes up straight away. Maybe I'm just a man who's helping loads of fit widows. Yeah, all right, bro. <laughs> aye, aye. <laughs> Need an apprentice. That's going to be hard. We'll start a widows support group. Uh, just where we do, we can do Zoom catch-ups with them once a week. And uh, then Julian can have his private Zoom messages with her. <laughs> Accidentally sent to everyone. Whoops. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do what we were saying about med. Yeah, people in the... Like, it must be a weird thing having to pick a speciality in medicine. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I just do the teeth. I mean, I wouldn't do the teeth because it makes me sick, but dentists get paid coins as well. They do. I honestly think you could do. Or pull your teeth out, then drive off in a fucking Merc. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. What was that? Talk to you like a fucking mafia boss, and then drive off in a fucking limo. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could you could blag it as a GP for a week if you, you know. Yeah, easy. Antibiotics, every one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bang them out. He's got a like... blister on their head. You know, I'll give you some antibiotics, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just refer, isn't it? Just refer on. Just Always say, refer. Or often, yeah, you're going to need to see a doctor. I mean, a, a specialist in that. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a couple of comedians do the routine that is, uh, you know, about you know the good doctors now. Sometimes when you they, you tell them what you've got, and they turn and they basically type it into a database. Ask Jeeves. Yeah, yeah way, they basically they're just googling it. So like, I I've do seen my doctor with Google open. I think. That's fucking. I mean, you might have just been googling like it's train times or something. Yeah, yeah. While I was banging on about my foot <laughs> halfway through, you just on your third fucking ailment. He's like, God. You know, you're you're only allowed two ailments and fifteen yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. With yeah, doctor. that's a big beef, and it? it's when you're going with a list of stuff. That's what they don't want. I, I pretend that it's just one whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah. My foot and hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. My asshole and eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do. I think GP would be the one you could easily blag. But that's, you know, it takes a lot of training, GP. But then, like, you know, I think. Do you think the people that pick the speciality ones that are a bit dirty, like your bum holes and your, you know, things like that, like, do you reckon they pick it because they know it's going to be less people going for it and it'll be easier to excel at? Maybe. Maybe they just like bum holes. But I think that doctors, like, they see it as just meat. They don't see bodies how we see them, do they? Or they couldn't I mean, open up a brain. I refuse to. They're vomiting. still human beings. I don't, I don't give a shit how much Some medical treatment you've had. Every time you see a bum hole, you're still going to think party's going to go, there's a bum hole. I mean, the guy knows, like, yeah. It's, uh... it's got to be a part of them. They're human. I, don't, I refuse to believe, unless they're so sort of, you know... Like sort of a psychotic almost, so they can totally switch off any level. Maybe of... the job kind of mm -hmm. called them, and it was more instinctive, and that is where they would like excel in, and they were just excellent at vaginas. Maybe, maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's just a bit on the course that, that's most interested them. You know, when you do like your general medicine, yeah, yeah, yeah. they just just that's what just lit up for them was the the arsehole module. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It definitely would be more like that was their favourite lesson. At least you can specialise in it's one. It's Soul Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's, I suppose it's what. What would you rather be an expert in one thing or a jack of all trades like a GP? Well, I mean, it's they're still experts, though, aren't they? They're like mm. they're still they still had to go round each 
part of the hospital and learn a little bit of everything. Maybe it's um, maybe maybe it's incentivised in some way. Do you know what I mean it's like maths and science teachers? That's the one that we want. That's what we need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ev- everyone wants to be a PE teacher or a drama teacher. You know, everybody wants to be a dentist or a you know a audiologist. We need arsehole people. We need people to come in. <laughs> We need a bunch of arseholes. So you get like a, you sort of get a special, like a golden handshake when you sign up to a it. A brown yeah, handshake. Brown. <laughs> golden shower. A brown finger shake. <laughs> yeah, it's, maybe. maybe. If anyone, if any um, medical professionals listen, which I'm sorry if you to are, insult if you are listening, any guy I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry for the last 10 minutes if you're a medical um, professional, but let us know. Went into it with noble intentions, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, we it's, are just. I don't, yeah. I no, need to explain. Explain to me though. But again, like if day one, you know, your medical school, you're asking about, you know, when do we get onto the arse? <laughs> That's like, okay. You're, oh, not you're not allowed on the gynecology course if day one. Off oh, yeah, me. those who are too keen for it wouldn't yeah, 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 be yeah. allowed it. Totally. It should be bestowed. Greatness should be bestowed upon people. Well, it's like that's what they say about uh, leaders, isn't it? Prime ministers and stuff. Some are born great. Some are Anyone who wants to be prime minister shouldn't be allowed to be prime minister. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some of us achieve greatness. (laughs) Us. Let's not shut that word around, there, mate. Um, But anyway, but so you have you so you've gone back to what was your. Job you said you've gone back to now. You've got another day job. Yeah. So ironically, it's uh, ironically it's helping people get jobs. So okay. people come in that have been oh, made redundant and speak stuff. Speak to you soon, then. <laughs> yeah. we've yeah. actually brought you here for this reason. Where have you been doing that in green rooms? <laughs> <laughs> On the forums, man. Is that your new office, the Glee green room? <laughs> so in what for the job centre, essentially. Well, it's like uh, we're in the, like an independent thing through the council, so the people get sent from the job centre. We do the CVs and that, and it's it's all right. It's kind of nice to meet people and stuff, but it's also a bit bleak, you know. You're getting like people have been engineers for forty years, and yeah. like oh, having I'm to retrain as comedians, <laughs> <laughs> as gynos. Yeah. yeah, but we actually had somebody in the other day who was like um, a lighting technician for like. Jason Derulo and not just him it's like a company yeah yeah um, and they're like I'm, yeah it's, there's nothing you can really do at the minute is it's there? brutal it's, isn't it yeah wow. you forget about well, you don't forget about those guys but I think sometimes comedians we think it's uh, it's only us Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think also, but you, you, I mean, you, it, you forget the scale of what's happening and how many yeah. industries are gutted and ruined. And like, I had a bit of a not an argument. As again, like, but I did I did a Zoom quiz with my mates on Saturday night, my old sort of like schoolmates and that. And you just forget like how different people see the world based on your sort of scenario. I suppose like we we were talking about this second lockdown, and I sort of said, oh, I think it's a bit, you know. I think there'd be a better way of doing it. I don't think you need to lock everything down fully. You know, I do think it's you need to have better systems in place, and then lockdowns aren't really necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know, sort of a couple of them were very pro lockdown. I'm like, you know, because they, where they they've had people from work die from it and stuff, and like so they've got yeah. different experiences. And I was like, you know, that's but that's sad, but it's not. You know, I'm trying yeah. to be objective and see a bigger picture about other people dying from yeah. suicides and, mm. you know, treatments they haven't got because the hospitals aren't doing non-essential stuff. And like I was saying that on a big on a big scale, it's fucking it's bigger than just coronavirus. 
Definitely. And like, you but know, I think you... people forget that because it's such an emotive issue. The problem yeah. is the government get blamed for COVID deaths, don't they, when they're high? The other deaths, <clears throat> that's the article I read. It might have been a bit... I see the thing on the right wing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I see the thing on the telly this morning about the travelling fares. Haven't been out. Their, their yeah. industry's been wiped out. They haven't been out of work since March. Yeah, They've got to yeah. go you back know. to stealing and stuff. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tarmac in driveways. <laughs> oh, Not really travellers. Not really. <laughs> But yeah, it's like, you know, it's yeah, but everything. There's so many different industries, so many different jobs, so many different, everything like, you know, I think it's very simplistic just for people to mm. go like, you know, it's just about the, the just about coronavirus sort of, that's not, not to get serious. Suicide but, rate's gone up, hasn't it? It's Domestic. Massive, isn't it? Mm. It's good the schools are open because the, there was a lot of kids kind of, you know, that went up as well, that kind of yeah thing. And, um, but yeah. I mean, COVID, I don't know, it's, uh, it's a little bit worrying, isn't it? Well, it is, because it's, it's a new thing that's like doing It's worth around. keeping an eye on, definitely. I do I think, think that... we need to just, you know, let's not forget about it. <laughs> but I do, yeah. But I think, you know, having, it's, it's got to come a point where it, if, people get a bit more uh, objective about it, you know what I mean? Otherwise, we're just going to keep mm. having the same fucking... Shut down for a bit, open up, shut down everyone. Everyone will just be brassic and fun. Well, until there's a vaccine or there's herd immunity, but yeah, that's take, that's you need take like three years. quarters of the population to have it and to have yeah. herd immunity. That's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's at least six hundred. There was something I read that said you there's never there's not there's no example in recent history of herd immunity ever happening without a vaccine. No, no, then yeah. things don't trans transfer to that level just on yeah. normal. How did the London the the Black Plague finish? Well, everyone died. It, yeah, that was just literally <laughs> <laughs> everyone. Everyone died, <laughs> and then it just went away. So like, that's what, oh, the fire of London helped that, didn't it? it did apparently, help it, yeah. yeah. Maybe we should. Maybe that's what we need. <laughs> should we set fire yeah. to the fucking whole city? Get all the doctors, the top surgeons in the world, just tipping petrol all over the place. <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's not let's not even talk about it too much. At um, least it's not the plague. At least I mean, that's I know it's I mean. serious. I think I, uh, your nose serious. could be falling off and dying yeah. horribly. I, I tried doing a, a bit of stand up about this. About um, like at least it is long. You know, if if it was bowel, it'd be a completely different <laughs> pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the whole the whole situation is di if it's like a sickness and diarrhea thing. The whole, you know, it's a completely different setup. <laughs> it's um, yeah, it would be. I'd argue people would stay at home N a lot more. N95 pants and stuff. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> N95 nappies, mate. That's what we'd be doing. Um, then all the anti-maskers would be. Like, they could. Anti-pants. They, they call them face nappies, don't they? All the people that you see in Trafalgar yeah. Square with their signs. I'm not wearing a face nappy. Well, well, where do well, I get the energy from? Fucking hell. I know, man. Who cares? <laughs> there is that. It's fucking yeah. It must have been like even if like um, I don't know. Even if I did believe it was all a conspiracy, and I was, I, was, I don't think I'd have the fucking energy to go on about it online like something. I know. No. Have you got any friends or anything, Josh, that are like have gone down that rabbit hole during lockdown? No, I think it's. Um... I've had to stay off social media at the start of it because, you know, it's, nobody knows. I, I don't know. Nobody knows. So I, I'd just rather err on the side of caution yes. and just wait and see what happens. 
but I'm suspicious of anybody that's so certain. That you, oh, we've all I know. We're all presented with similar evidence, but yet some people are so certain that it's this way. Oh. I know. And it's, conspiracy so, theorists, theorists always know, don't they? And it's like, yeah. oh, well, yeah. but there's not even been any good. There's not even been any good conspiracy theories with this. No. Do you mean there's, there's no like there's nothing interesting other than oh, the government are trying to control us. It's not. It's nothing like you know. There is. I mean, the Bill Gates wanting to put microchips in people is quite funny. That's a uh, you know. Yeah. It's a, it's a nerd who's a billionaire and now is trying to, you know, he's got a few... Like a Bond they, villain or something. Yeah, they think he's genuinely Austin. like, for what purpose? I don't like really... evil. Yeah. I mean, we've all got, we've all got iPhone. You can, people can exactly. find out where we are anyway if, if they needed to. Exactly. That's the thing I always find fascinating. They're all posting it on their social media things that monitors every mood and every opinion they share. And they're telling you, fuck, you know, you're a sheep, mate, for believing the mainstream. Yeah. Typing into their iPhone with location on, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Sharing their location. I'm at Trafalgar Square. Yeah, no yeah, face, yeah. happy. And you're just like, ah, oh, mate, come on. Have a look. Have a fucking look at yourself. Um, but it's going to be more of it. I've, you know, I reckon this, we're going to have a real... We're gonna have a real spicy uh, November, I reckon, on on social media. Yeah, I think also at the start of it, nobody was really themselves. Everybody was a, a different version of themselves, more angry or more. Yeah. Especially when people's livelihoods are at like risk, people, you know. People I know just, it is. Um... It's like um, I can't. I mean, I can't. But you know, but like the, the like the miners' strike and stuff. Some people just completely different opinions, but could be in the Loads same of family. Kids strike today. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly. <laughs> just thought I'd put that there. <laughs> ben Elton's in the house, guys. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, mate. They refused um, to go to school, did they, all the miners? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, what, what have you two been doing comedy wise when in full? I'm on lockdown, strike. I went on strike. Pocket. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, well, basically, boycott in clubs that don't book me. I refuse we, to do. Because <laughs> well, we had like we sort of had a bit of you know. I've got mates up in Scotland who I feel so bad for like comedians who just haven't been at a gig since March, yeah. whatever. We, but like you know, all the London time, clubs but were open. between lockdowns. There's a lovely between yes yeah, between August and the end of September. At the end of yeah. October, sorry, it was fucking wicked. Like we had yeah. loads, of, like all London gigs were open, and like it was just weird. Not all of them, like some of the big clubs at like the comedy mm. store and that hadn't um, sort of because it because that's because they got their million pound payout. Well, there's also the I mean until that came in though, I think it was just the it cost of turning it into a, a COVID safe environment. Like they I think they worked out outweighed the you know because they obviously their staff are furloughed and that it made sense to just sort of just try and ride it out but like yeah but there was shit loads of gigs so like i was at i got to a point i reckon in october where i was gigging as often as i was pre-lockdown yeah and the gigs were nice because it was like no big groups yeah. people that really wanted to see comedy yeah the, the, i've the had gigs... a few nice zoom ones as well it took me a while to get into it but the zoom ones were lovely yeah, yeah i don't mind them now the zoom i, I was yeah. a bit hesitant at the start I think yeah, it's fine. It's again once, but again once they worked out how to make it fun, you know, to be able to hear people and like you know just things like that made it. I did some of the early ones back in like April when they were just brutal. Yeah, mate. yeah, I was yeah. just you so couldn't fun. see anyone. Everyone's cameras were off. You could just see loads of names. You're just talking to <laughs> the You're doing your set. <laughs> You're doing your old set. Just to to, to silence. 
Oh, and then you're pausing, like, because on stage you pause a bit, you feel it. On Zoom, it's different, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to mute it and cover the screen, like, with Google and just as if I'm on my own in my room. <laughs> just Google it, <laughs> chatting away to yourself. Basically Unplugged. what I did, but the last few I've done, I've, yeah, just done it like a normal human being. Yeah. And it was, um, they were really fun, man. Yeah, I think... Book me. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag book me. No, really. <laughs> what are you saying, Josh? Yeah, the, the Zoom, I don't know. There's something about the Zoom ones. It feels a bit of an intrusion into your, you know... There is you're, that. You're, There's something like having a bad Zoom gig is worse than a bad yeah. normal gig because like a bad normal gig you can then go outside and get some air and like name, yeah. on the way home you can contextualise it. Having a bad Zoom gig, you've had it where you live. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't know if you go to bed with that shitty energy just, in your room. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah, you just like yeah, you, can... you need some air freshener. Yeah, <laughs> and also my my Wi-Fi isn't great, so my wife have to say you can't watch TV while I'm doing this. Right. And then so she's like. She's just got to listen to you bombing in another room. Yeah. Come back in, I can stick it back on now. Oh, fuck. That's brutal. She's just the other side of your laptop, just watching you die. Comes in with some sage and just sages the room. Brings a priest in. Brings a candle. It's a fucking exorcism. Yes. Yeah, I mean, but to be honest, most of them have been nice. I was lucky. I only did one where it was or yeah I did two where it was total silence like they'd muted everyone you couldn't see anything and it was just I found them hard but once they let people sort of once they let you could hear people like it was fine and then I did one where that was a bit uncontrolled and you could just hear too many noises and things like yeah so but yeah I think but I, I, now. I find it I mean god bless the audience for coming to them but I mean you know you switch on and it's like a couple sat down at the laptop to watch it. Just, like, what are you doing? Like, there's anything else on the Just this. rip apart their sofa. <laughs> State of that artwork above your sofas. What the fuck okay. is that, bro? It's, but it's, I do think we forget sometimes. It's hard for us to realise. Like, comedy fans who love comedy, like, you know, they love comedy. And if they go to live comedy regularly... You know, it is a it is, I suppose, a little fix just seeing some live entertainment, even though it's in your room. Because yeah. I feel I I'm way too critical. Well, initially, I was like, "Who the fuck's coming to this bullshit?" You know, like yeah. I couldn't get my head around anyone who would go to a Zoom gig or watch a Zoom gig. But then, actually, when you put it, you just take yourself out of it, and the fact that you're thinking of it from a performer's perspective, like you realize yeah. oh, that's nice. They're getting to see a live thing yeah. that's actually. Yeah probably slightly interesting for them because it's bespoke it feels like it's in their house almost and it's interactive mm. as well it can Definitely. be a lot of the time isn't it yeah, so I, yeah I've... <laughs> sometimes they fall over and things <laughs> the, the ipad one's given up on that <laughs> um oh hello my neighbors have just got a um delivery they were, i could tell they were getting shit faced last night there was a lot of music playing i wonder what food uh, they got good hangover what's good hangover food like indian i, mean, or I don't know what they get like they 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 love it they love an afternoon delivery when they've had a mm. night a night on the sauce oh yeah we don't have delivery where i live it don't, oh, it's too it? it's too rural it's too much of a cycle for what about for um cycle up from greater london <laughs> coventry it's a two and a half hour ride yeah <laughs> spaniard gets there looks like he's on the tour de france <laughs> You'll get Bradley Whatever. Higgins. <laughs> we used to have takeaways where you can you you order it and then they put the takeaway in a taxi and you pay oh for the taxi. God, quality. Yeah, it's um, 
So what <laughs> have you got? Nine quid for a chicken curry. <laughs> the taxi driver got no customers. Like you're hailing it over. And it's just, <laughs> sorry, mate. Give this chicken korma a lift. <laughs> What's uh, but you, have you got any delivery takeaways in the area? Yeah, we got. Uh, yeah, it's plenty. There's plenty. Oh right, but they just they're, got, they're um, old school deliveries where they do it themselves. Yeah. You phone them up and, you know, they come the out. The guy's and... son brings it over. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> Seasons it for you. Funny when you, um, have you ever had, you, I've had that before, like before delivery and that, where you had the delivery driver shows up and you're like, I don't think you're the normal delivery driver. I reckon delivery driver's sick and you're like yeah. the guy's mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. a 45-year-old sort of like, yeah. just white that's, bloke. And you're like, what that's, that's the other thing with like people having to get different jobs. I had like a moon pig. Like delivery, and it was like the, as, dressed as a the, policeman. <laughs> it's like the biggest like, road man ever. Oh, really? Like, bringing a bunch of flowers. Like, hope you <laughs> hope you have a very nice day and all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Drug yeah, yeah, dealers flowers for you. Retrain. Yeah. I'm going to come to the alleyway, do the switch, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I'm meeting the plug up four. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to have a, I tried to do a routine about it, but I think the problem I had was people heard, people thought I was saying something that was racially dubious, whereas actually I was talking about a certain type. I was basically talking about, well, it's funny when you, um, have you ever been on like a, you phoned a utility company or something like for your phone bill, your gas, and basically it's a rude boy in the in the call center. Yeah, and yeah. The, 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 the sort of routine was about how funny it is when you meet like a rude boy who's got a job, and but they, <laughs> but they, but they really struggle to not sound like they're just like on the street. Gonna get a job yeah. in it. Gonna get a job, man. Pay my way in it. But because they always overcompensate. I remember I used to. I think it was EE. So I've like I used my to phone EE mothers. sometimes, and it'd be like, yeah. "Yes, Mr. Donnelly, what can I do for you today?" <laughs> I was like, so "Yes, funny. my G, you wanna upgrade your broadband, blood?" <laughs> and you'd just be like, "Every day, always say yes. I can totally help you with that, Mr. Donnelly." <laughs> I had, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a guy with EE not long back and you know what they did the processing the stuff on the computer he's talking to me like making conversation he starts telling me about all his white collar fights he has <laughs> and he's like get, he's like get me up on YouTube I was like I'm not they, they he made me like watch <laughs> like, like, like white collar and he was good he was decent to be fair but yeah but have you ever seen phone shop you ever watch phone shop yeah, yeah. little bits I never watched it's the a, full thing though it's a bit of a that kind of yeah, yeah. situation. We'll um, be doing it soon and just get my stand up up on YouTube. This <laughs> <laughs> is me. I won't upgrade somebody. This one. Let's just watch it. Yeah, yeah, I'll sort you out a 24 month contract all in minutes. But before that, have a watch it in. Yeah. Just me at the Glee Club in Birmingham in December. It's my YouTube um, special. At work the other day, I've been there, started beginning of September, and they've just found out. This was the first person's found out this week that I. Oh do God! Do comedy, so it's just gonna. I've all seen you gig and that, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that was. Um, I mean, it was a corporate show. That's that's bad though, isn't it? That's I remember. I I remember when I first was doing sort of like I went full time in comedy in two thousand and seven, and then um, I basically like I just, it was too soon. I'd, I'd only been doing it two years, and like I'd sort of just thought I'm gonna try and make a living. I'd, and then after about six months or something you needed, I did like, you needed something to eat <laughs> yeah, well, I was realised I was making you know I was still living in London so cost of living was quite high and you know I was just about scraping by each month and I was seeing how hard it was I thought what I'll do is get a couple of months of temping and then with that extra money I can put that away and like you know and um, basically the, the, the manager of the department I worked in 
found out I was a stand-up and he was such a sort of David Brent type. Uh, oh, yeah. And he made it, it was just hell. Every single thing he said, it'd just be like, oh, mate, Carl, mate, you can do that in one of his stand-up sets. I was like, oh, I fucking want to kill you, mate. I kept it a real secret for like the whole time I was in uh, my, my job. Just didn't want to tell. I told like one it's, person. Yeah, it, people it just—people don't know how to chat to. People don't know how to talk about it without making it a thing. I yeah, know. It, also, it, felt it, like weird for trying it a little bit. I just felt weird, like they were gonna. What you think you're funny or like? I mean, I obviously was in the office, but you know, it's like yeah. I just felt like odd for doing it. Yeah. When I was in a band, I used to hate carrying my guitar. Like yeah. I used to hold it out yeah. as if I'm, it's not mine. <laughs> what were you going to say, Josh? Insecure. Sorry, Josh. Yeah, no, there's just no way of presenting it, is there? There's just no way. Like, the people keep asking, what were you doing before this? Obviously, I was new. I was like, ah, just, I was freelancing. Just, <laughs> yeah. just freelancing and just leaving yeah, it yeah. there. But that's also, I think, because people who don't understand it, that we've got a massive comedy scene in this country, like the club circuit and all that stuff. People think if you say you're a stand-up, they don't understand. They don't understand that there's, there's. They think there's only John Bishop, and like Romesh and the sort of superstars, mm. and anyone below that is basically just some wannabe who's desperately trying to get to that. They don't realise you can be a professional comedian. Yeah, they just... don't. They don't know we're millionaires. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you say it on a chair you've covered with yeah. a fucking blanket. In my Tinder profile. <laughs> and like, they ask like, you know, so I've got a gig at the weekend. They're like, oh, how was it? As if like that was your make or break. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, we don't expect to see you on Monday. Yeah, see, I did it. And um, yeah, I've just been given my own TV show. <laughs> um, I've just seen the time. We've got to wrap it up. We've been banged on for ages. I didn't see this. Didn't realise how long we've been talking. Um, Mostly arseholes. A lot, a lot of <laughs> we, did get, we did get mired down in all the arsehole chats. Um thanks for coming on josh people no can problem. find you online thank you're really your your twitter's very funny so people should follow you on there oh thank you yeah what's the uh, jo- what is josh pew comic josh pew comic pew um, is p-u-g-h that's it julian that's fine like letting you know josh not like a church <laughs> pew which is church pew would be p-e-w wouldn't it yeah but i think that's just going to confuse people now i know yeah it's it's the other pew p-u-g-h um, but people should find you there and obviously when gigs start up again people can see you live somewhere Julian, yeah. any other business follow us on Patreon we've just dropped a single of released <laughs> house tune um, and yeah we do we do extra bits there's like, like videos of us doing bits and bobs during the week also what? name comics that we've been speaking about you do, Julian names comics that we've uh, bleeped out so that's, get on Patreon and find us uh, slagging off people <laughs> um, but uh, that's it Josh Pugh thanks for joining us um, you. we'll see you when things open up again <laughs> you actually changing the podcast I'm not a diet